0: Today is Tuesday, March 8th. The title for our devotional is Restore Gently. Yesterday, we looked at the context of Galatians 6. Today, let's jump into the text and see what it says. Remember, Paul's discussing how Christians who are no longer under the law will know what is right and wrong. Paul's answer is to fulfill the law of Christ and to live by the Spirit of God. Here in chapter 6, he discusses what to do when someone is not living in step with the Spirit of God within the community. Galatians 6, 1-10 Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, for you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this, in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks that they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone, without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. First of all, as we unpack this verse, the word translated caught in here carries the idea of being overtaken by surprise. For Paul, it's almost unthinkable that one who has been made new in Christ and given the Spirit of God would be in continuous, willing, unrepentant sin. This is a contradictory concept, for, as he said previously, The flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. So if we are made new in the spirit, we are no longer desiring what is of the flesh. So what is in view here is when a believer is overcome by a sin in an unexpected and unwanted manner, not continuous, willing, unrepentant sin. The word translator restore is often used of restoring a dislocated joint to its proper alignment. I don't want to stretch this analogy too far, but it seems to be a good word picture for what Paul has in mind here. If you've ever dislocated a finger or a shoulder, you know what I mean. Again, the dislocation is by surprise. No one purposefully dislocates a joint. Then the restoration of that joint often comes with pain in the moment, but relief and function follow. Paul adds the word gently to describe this restoration process. Like a skilled medical professional restoring a dislocated finger, attempting to cause as little pain as possible while still achieving restoration of alignment and function. We often approach this these situations in ways that are anything but gentle our aim instead needs to be gentle restoration not blunt condemnation so what does this look like in reality jesus actually outlined a process for us for when somebody sins against us directly that helps give clarity to this process matthew 1815 to 22 if your brother or sister sins go and point out their fault just between the two of you if they listen to you you have won them over But if they will not listen, take one or two others along, so that, quote, every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. We often read this text without the ensuing questions here from Peter, but I think it's helpful in looking back to our previous sermon on forgiveness. We continue reading verse 21, immediately following what Jesus just said. Peter says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times. Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times, implying wholeness. So this process that Jesus outlines here of pointing out one's faults first uh, individually and then eventually working your way up and bringing in more and more people until the church uh, leadership is involved is this process of restoring an individual gently. And it's precisely what Paul has in mind here. In a life-changing community, when we sin against one another, it provides an opportunity to pursue gentle restoration to the relationships involved. This is a major way that we pursue holiness together and grow together. We often require others to see our faults and to point them out to us, but this process is fraught with danger. This is to be a part of a life changing community, but it requires strong commitments. So, a few questions to get at those commitments. One, are you committed to pursuing holiness in community? Second, are you open to the process of gentle restoration when you sin? And third, Do you have trusted relationships that can help you pursue holiness in your life?